Now, today we've got the Optimus team delivering some great content regarding dealer fees, networking, and why you should offer financing every time. Take it away, team. So I'm really excited for today's episode. Um, I've got the new power brokers, right? We've got some of the most powerful women in the industry joining us to talk about networking and talk about just kind of success and how to gain that success. So I'm really, really excited this week. So um, to let's just jump right to it. Let's, uh, my first guest is going to be, um, needs no introduction. She's so well known in the industry. I think she was named by Service Roundtable as Women of the Year in 2021. Um, that's Danielle Putnam. Danielle, are you are you there? Are you still joining us? Yes. And did I did I get that right? That that was you were Women of the Year in 2021. I was by Service World Expo. Yes, your introduction is so nice and flattering. Thank you. Oh, you know, it's the, it's the least I can do. We are also joined by a rock star with Green Sky, who is going to be the 2023 Woman of the Year. She just doesn't know it yet, and that is Claire <laughs> Degenhardt. Claire, jump in here with us. Hi there. Thank you for that. I accept it. Start <laughs> <laughs> getting your speech memorized so, so we can do this. Really, really excited to talk about um, the success that both of you have had and kind of really how contractors can take that and kind of apply that to what they do. So I'm really thank you for joining us on this kind of educational webinar. Certainly, we're going to talk about the new flat rate and Green Sky and some of the programs where you guys work for, but we're going to make this really educational. For those that are paying attention, hopefully that's most of you on the, uh, on the webinar, um, please feel free to fire questions away. I've got Donna D and Tovia that are managing the chat. So if you've got any questions, don't be afraid to just fire them away into the chat. Donna will interrupt us at the appropriate time and make sure we can get your questions answered. Um, and the other thing I want to do is I want to start this one off with a, a couple um, kind of poll questions. What we're trying to do is we're trying to kind of gather some of this information from these contractors to, cry, to kind of use it to help evolve our educational processes, evolve Optimus, develop better programs. So we've got a quick poll. So if you're out there, what I'd love to do is jump on here to the quick poll and answer these questions so that we can literally get the information. So the first one is how often do you offer financing options to your customers? So if you guys actually go click on this right now, we'll actually be able to see the live results and we're going to, uh, we're going to talk about it. Claire, this probably is right in your wheelhouse. What do you think is going to be the most common answer here? Some of the time. You think it's going to be some of the time? Yeah. I hope I wish I'm it was going to be. <laughs> I wish it was going to be always, but it is. Yeah. It is. You know, we have to figure out how to get them to the point where it is, where it is always. Yeah. Look at that. Thirty-three wow. percent of the time always. That is awesome. And thirty percent of the summertime is some of the time. Yet eleven percent is the never. So we got to fix them. Danielle, anything you want to say on this one? Wow, that was surprising. I loved seeing the results on that. I yeah, did not I, think I, that there would be so many people in the always category, actually. Yeah, I mean, if you look at that, that literally is, what, 85%, 86% of the people are doing it either always, most of the time, so they're doing it. So I, I love doing that. So, Tovia, take us take straight to the next question, because I think that's also going to be kind of a fascinating aspect to be able to take a look at. What is your biggest challenge? If you had a challenge, what are the biggest challenges you have with financing? Is it training your sales team? 
is it dealing with dealer fees? And I can tell you, Claire, you're probably in on this a lot. We have a lot of people always complaining about dealer fees, and we're actually doing our next webinar on understanding that dealer fees can be your friend. Um, all my customers pay cash, which I hear all the time. Too many declines or too much paperwork? Uh, anybody want to guess what the, what the top answer is here? I'll guess. I, I think it's going to be dealer fees. You think it's going to be dealer fees? Yeah. I think it's going to be too many declines. I think everybody always wants mm -hmm. more approvals. And even when you're delivering 70 or 80%, they think and they remember the two or three declines that they had. So that wouldn't surprise me. So clearly I have no clue about this industry whatsoever. <laughs> but I really, I really appreciate that. And it does confirm the fact that we do need to have conver conversations and programs specifically <laughs> around dealer fees. We still have all my customers pay cash. Um, and, and always an interesting, interesting factoid. All right. So we have one more poll question. Let's just, get it out of the way, get up front. If you don't already offer financing or if you're offering it, what would you really like to do would make you consider it? And if you are using it all the time, what is it that you would like to see improved? Look at it from that perspective. So even if you're using finance, what is it? Again, this one I got to think is more, more approvals, but what do I know? Or judging by the way dealer fees where maybe it is lower or no. Right. I'm, going with, that, I'm going with that again. Me too, right. lower or no dealer fees. <laughs> So, so what I'm hearing is do not follow my lead is what I'm hearing. <laughs> I, 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 I get that completely. <laughs> and anybody who clicks on, I will not offer financing. I, we need to have a one-on-one -on -one discussion because that is not, that is not, look Here at that lower or yeah. no, literally dealer fees are something that contractor or contractors are really like have to deal with. And I'll mm -hmm. start with you, Claire. Let's talk about, not that I, we want to get into networking, but this is kind of an impromptu thing, but we are talking about dealer fees because the poll is telling us that that is such a major concern. I know you run into that. What is your standard kind of, of thing that you do? Response. Um, yeah, what's your response? Well, you shouldn't be afraid of dealer fees. Uh, with Green Sky, we help to um, teach you how to build those costs in. And what a lot of people who don't understand about financing is, well, first of all, with if you're if you're using the Optimist program, you've got an incredible rate sheet and we address a lot of those dealer fees. So we can talk about that. But even if you're offering 10% um, dealer fees, we can look at we can talk about cash discounts. Most companies drop the price for cash discounts at 10%. Your average your average fee is somewhere around five and a half, six and six percent. And with with using multiple loans, it's right around a credit card cost. And you can build those costs in easily as the cost of doing business. So we can help you. Um, to work on those fees, building those costs in and not pricing yourself out of the market. So don't be afraid of those fees. And assume, one more thing, I'm, Matt, can sure. I just say one more thing? Can I stop you me? also, <laughs> no, I gotta, I gotta get this in. Um, what's important to note is that with Green Sky, and I switched my camera over because you could see my dog sleeping and I'm not used to go to meetings, so I have a background. <laughs> anyway, um, Everybody watching appreciates that as well. <laughs> She's cute, like but <laughs> distracting. Um, what I will say is Green Sky has a give you more program. So 
instead of let's take a $10,000 job and if you're pricing it at a 10% discount for for pay, for a customer paying cash walking out with $9,000 with green sky we're going to give you maybe 20 to 30% more so instead of walking out um, with 9% building those finance fees in you're walking out with a $12,000 job and and we can talk about that but um, in essence your 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 average sale ticket goes up versus down Sorry, go ahead, Matt. Awesome. No, no, thank, thank, thank you, Donna. I appreciate that. And I'll get into to, to Danielle here with the new flat rate because I'm sure that you get this all the time, thinking that with everything that the new flat rate does, does that do you hear about dealer fees coming up all the time? Is that something that is that something you run into? Well, I hear the complaints, but I, to add on to what Claire was saying, I'd say count the look at the opportunity, the lost opportunity. Right. So we can complain about dealer fees and percentages, or we can take a look at all of the customers that are not buying our top options because they can't afford it because they need financing. Right. Or how many of our customers are not taking the job because they need financing and we're not offering it because we don't want to give up a couple of pennies of what, you, you know, so I think sometimes we're not looking at the, the lost opportunity. No. And I think you're right. And I think this falls in the category of don't, don't, step over dollar bills to pick up pennies, right? I mean, that's mm -hmm. what you do. Mm -hmm. Another thing, I guess, the other little one I always say is you can't take percentages to the bank, but what you can take to the bank is your twelve, twenty thousand dollars deal, right? Well, so sure stop, mm -hmm. worrying, stop worrying about the one or two percent um, mm -hmm. that's a little bit extra above a credit card and actually think about the amount of money you're taking into the bank. And that's really- Yeah, we have to watch that cash flow coming in. You want the cash flow in. You want the cash flow, you want the cash flow. And again, I don't want to make this about dealer fees. That's my next episode. Although we maybe just roll this one for the next today. episode. If we, if we have. But what I did want to talk about is, and I'll lead with you, Danielle, is I know a lot of your history is you've, you know, you were president of women in HVAC. You've got a lot of experience, but a lot of things that you talk about are <laughs> there you go. Don is like, Whoa. a lot of the things Claire. you talk about are really specifically around how much networking and, and those relationships have really led to a lot of your success. So I know you mm -hmm. like expand on that a little bit for us. Well, I love talking about networking. So thanks for the opportunity, Matthew. And really networking equals friendships. That's what it is. You know, we could all sit around and you could go to college and they'll teach you, hey, in business or business school, whatever, you got to learn to network. And so then you got all these young college kids that are trying to shake hands with everybody. And it's more of the, and you know this, you know this, and I don't want to pick on the younger generations, but the what's in it for me? Oh, I have to go to a networking event so that I can meet everybody to see who I can meet so they can give me a step up, right? But networking should be friendship making. And the best way that I've found, especially in home service industries, is by getting out there and going to the events, going to EGIA's Epic, going to Service World Expo, going to Service Roundtable, going to Women in HVACR's annual conference. You go to these meetings and you begin to meet people and become friends with them. And then once you've built some friendships, now true networking is, wait a minute, you're solving a problem for the industry and I'm solving a problem for the industry, what problems could we solve together? How could we really benefit contractors, home service providers together? How can we benefit our customers together to do something really great and really make my mark? So when I think of networking, it's friendship. And if we don't view it like that, then we have a lot to learn because nobody likes to hang out with a person that's just trying to get the best business card at the party. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, There's just not yeah, room for selfish. 
Agreed. People like doing business with people they like, right? I mean, that's mm -hmm. just given the choice when everything's equal, they'd much rather do business with somebody like, and I know Claire, that's Every been day. a large part of your success too. Like Green Sky is, because um, I was at Green Sky long ago before you, and I will, that just goes to the, that's why there's so much gray here. But like <laughs> part of your success when we talk to people about Claire and about Green Sky is those interpersonal relationships that you build with dealers or with territory sales manager with partners. And I know that's been a big part of your success. Yeah, um, it has. It, it, the relationships, I've been with Green Sky for a little over five years now. And I do the shows. I've met new flat rate mm -hmm. at the shows. I've been to, I don't know, countless EGIA events, including Epic, Epic like three times. Um, and then you leave with with a friendship. I couldn't agree mm -hmm. more. You you text people, you connect with people. And mm -hmm. then when they think of Green Sky or the new flat rate or EGIA, guess who they're calling? Guess who they're talking mm -hmm. with? Um, and then the 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 partnerships that come out of that. Green Sky has programs called sponsors and those are all partnerships and we have a lot of events and um, team up with a lot of people and mm -hmm. EGIA I think is our biggest sponsor at this point. I, I do believe we are. I do believe <laughs> with Optimus, I think, we are, we are, I we think are driving that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, so, Matthew, so. I have a question. I'm sorry to interrupt and I, it, it has rich. It's about the dealer fees, and I, I think it's an important one to answer. I hate to go back, but I want to I have somebody answer this question. It says, uh, so building it in means cash paying customers should uh, pay, have to pay higher prices. Is that ethical in your opinion? Okay, so when so so here's here's kind of the way I, we've been describing describing it on the Goodman Roadshow, and I think there's value to this. Um, when you go to a Lowe's or you go to a Home Depot, when you pick up a drink at the counter or you pick up a candy bar, do you ask for a cash discount because you're paying cash? No. The price of the candy bar and the price of the soda and the price of the water or whatever else you're buying is built into the entirety of what they're selling, right? So when you go, whether you're going to buy a, uh, a washer or dryer, whether you're buying an HVAC system, whether you're buying wood, whether you're buying a drink, the price is the price. And what mm -hmm. uh, uh, Home Depot and Lowe's, and what we try to teach people is this is the cost of doing business. You figure out what your goods and what your goods cost. You figure out what your sales percentages are. Um, you know, how much are you selling with cash? How much are you selling through finance? You calculate what your average finance cost is and you build that into your job. And you don't worry about the price discount because those cash customers are the things that are going to allow you to run a seven, eight, 10% dealer fee with a 5% across the board with everything. So it's very ethical. It's the way business is done. If you, you're going to drive yourself nuts if you try to price every single thing individually each, say, each time, right? What we want you to do is flat rate, as the new flat rate, we want you to flat rate your pricing so that we, and we'll be glad to help you do that. Take a look at your sales. Let's come up with what your average is. And we've done this a million times and it always comes right around 5% regardless, right? And put that 5%, but when you do a cash, don't drop that 5%. That is a cost of doing business, whether you're taking a credit card, whether you're taking finance or whether you're taking cash, that is the cost of doing business. That kind of answers the question. Danielle or, or, or Claire, you want to jump in and add anything? That was a great description of how to do it.
Right. Because we're not trying to be unethical at all. It's part of your overhead. And then if your customer's going to pay cash because they can afford it, great. Financing is an option that's available. And some people have the cash, but they want the option of financing because they might want to save their cash for something else. I mean, come on, I've, we're getting a new fence tomorrow put in. Then we want to build a new master addition at our house. I mean, everybody's got things that they want. We needed a water purification system at our house. So if somebody's going to offer us financing and we can save some of our cash flow, yeah, let me take a look at that, please. Yeah, yeah here, here's the other... Uh, Go ahead, Claire. Oh, sorry, Matt. Um, what I was going to say is that's that point right there that Danielle made is so your your description is and we call it the grocery store effect too. everybody goes in and pays the same price that they would and credit card costs are increased in that. And if you pay cash, you're still paying that same cost. But the thing is, what you're doing, it's important to know that you're presenting options to the customers that they make a choice. Um, if a customer can't write a check for $10,000 and you're giving them a, a, a an option to pay $132 a month and they can afford that, then it's worth it to them. Mm -hmm. So let them yeah. make that option or let them make that choice on what option they want to take. They can easily say, no, I'm going to pay cash. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't want them to do that. We can talk about why. I know that Matt does not go into this too much. <laughs> I, I go into this all day now, but no, you would want them to pay. You would want them to use financing for sure. If this is a question, we should let's let's embrace this question because it is it's really important to understand. And where it would become less ethical, in my opinion, is if they said, "I do want to finance," or they make you seem like they want to pay cash, and then at the end they're interested in twelve month no no or one of those programs, and then you turn around and say, "Well, now I have to charge you five percent more." Right now, all of a sudden, you're mm -hmm. really spotty with the ethical, right? That's just kind yes. of yes. Your price should be your price. You should bake in all mm -hmm. your expenses. Including, including your overhead and your employee expense and your gas and the trucks, all that stuff goes into your pricing. And five percent, as an average, it could be four point five, it could be six, whatever, but is built in, and that's just the cost of doing business. That way, you don't have to worry about the, the like. I, as yeah. a consumer, and I'm not an HVAC guy, but as a consumer, I've always been a little bothered by if I pay you cash, you'll give it to me a little bit cheaper. It's like, so why didn't you just give it to me cheaper from the start? I totally like why do I have to like buy my way to being cheaper and I mm -hmm. think that's probably a less ethical way to do it than just sit there and say yep. you're getting my best price regardless mm -hmm. right and and focus on the what you're bringing as far as the value of your of your your installation and the value of, of uh, hopefully you're bundling your solutions and you're they're bringing the value and that's not that's not an issue as always, some awesome content there from the Optimus folks. Now listen, if you like this episode, be sure and share it on your Facebook. And if you want to unlock more premium training content to take your company to the next level, click the link in the Facebook post for a free 30-day trial. That's it for this week, folks. We'll see you next week. And until then, bye-bye for now.